everybody, Megazord Xer back at the beginning to give y'all another very exciting video. And oh shoot, there's quite a bit of stuff that happened uh this past week. We had a state of play, we had some um Nintendo news from Scarlet and Violet, turn around and had uh Sonic Frontiers showcased off and a and a whole bunch of other stuff in the in, in the middle of all of that though. But uh with me today, I do have my buddy over here, uh, Sonic U. How's it going? Hello. All righty, and oh my goodness, man, man, I was going through this list, and I was like, we're in the month of June now, so it would be, well, if E3 were a thing, then um, we know for the special month of June, game announcements after announcements after announcements after announcements, oh, and then I mentioned about announcements, yeah, <laughs> uh, we're in that season, and just in this, like, past week alone, oh, shoot, we had quite a bit of stuff, though, but uh, before we go into Talking about this, uh, how, how's your week been, man? Been crazy, it's cool. Been slow. It's been kind of slow. Mhm. Mm righty. Well, we're gonna we're gonna speed the. At least for me, it, it's it's been all right. I'm I'm gonna be doing a, a little bit more speeding and running here, helping some family move and stuff like that. Though, but I did get a little bit of time to sit down and uh, talk about some of the stuff that's happened in the past couple of weeks, though. So, uh. Well, we'll go ahead and jump up in the first um, segment, though, that being uh, what's in that pop culture segment. All right, so not a lot of stuff that happened in the pop culture stuff, but there is one thing that, that popped up out of nowhere. Honestly, I remember us talking about this at one point, Sonic U, like, you know, like the live action um, Disney movies. Like, it's been a while since I've seen an announcement for another one. But then, lo and behold, it happened this week, though. We did get a new trailer for Pinocchio. I guess that's the next one on the lineup, though. But it, it does seem like it's only going to be a Disney Plus release. It's not going to be, like, one that's going to be in theaters. And I hadn't seen anywhere where it's going to be, like, one of them Disney Plus premieres where you have to pay extra. So I think it just comes naturally included if you had the subscription anyway, though. So it's kind of like almost like a freebie kind of movie to watch. Well, technically, you, you're paying the fee every month, though. But uh, have you seen the trailer for it yet? Yeah, no, I'm not really interested in it. I'd much oh. rather watch it. I'd much rather watch the a, a different uh, Pinocchio that's coming. Now, isn't there another Pinocchio from some? I don't know who's making it. I've from heard Guillermo about it. Toro, from Guillermo del Toro. Oh, okay, so that one might be a little closer to the. Uh, it's you know more, how like it's more it's, it's animated, but it's more it's oh, more interesting okay. to me because of like I've seen a trailer of, or it's a teaser of it. it looks good. No, I I haven't looks, seen that one. It's because it's not made by Disney, so it wouldn't really be caught on your radar. I mean, I mean, yeah, but sometimes people will say some stuff on Twitter, so I, that that would kind of make me go like, um, hey, uh, or I know, I, if I haven't seen it on Twitter, then I'll be like, oh, okay, I would have said if that. If you want to know what it's, what it's like, it's more like a stop motion kind of thing. You know how Paranorman oh. was like? Oh, you yeah, said stop like, motion. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, like. Something like that. I'm, I'll post it in podcast studio if you want to look at it. Okay, all right. But uh, in terms of this Pinocchio one, it looks all right. I think this. I think the older classic movies, like these ones, like this that were animated. I feel like those ones are okay. But then I think whenever you get into the um, what is it? Um, like the Mulans and stuff like that. Like that's when I was kind of like having issues with it. But I think the older, older classics like Sleeping Beauty and all that stuff. I think they kind of benefit from having these different versions. But like ones like Lion King and other stuff, I'm like, okay, I don't feel like you might have necessarily needed to have that. I still 
Stand by Aladdin was probably the best one that kind of did like that. But outside of that, there hadn't been nothing like really extremely good, at least in my honest opinion, no. But this is the next thing uh, slated up from Disney. But that's pretty much all I have to say about it. I know you're not too particularly fond on it, though. But uh, I'm, not, had... I'm just not a fan of like them going because like, here's the thing. Like they've done live action before, right? But like, yeah, yeah like shit like Enchanted and whatnot. But like when they're taking their old properties, like. Like let's say, uh, like their animated films, like The Lion King, for example, and then they turn into live action. It's like, and it's like the most uninspiring, boring-looking, just straight up garbage. And it's not even. It's more of just like them. I like how they say live action, but it's all CGI animated. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Pinocchio doesn't look too bad. I mean, he kind of has that cartoonish on, look. On, which I, I well, give him a little is, credit for Well, the thing that, is, but... is like Pinocchio can't can work. The issue is like I don't care. Hmm. I'd much rather watch like an animated version of it, like you know, like I said, Guillermo yeah, the, the Toros like version, or at least take on it. Yeah, because it is interesting. Because I mean, you know how most of those classic Disney movies, I mean, they're based upon fictional other stories that Disney just happened to do some of them and. Yeah, the like Pinocchio versions, but yeah, like yeah, Pinocchio is based on the on the Italian on an Italian story of the same name. Yeah, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll, I'll watch it nonetheless, and uh, I guess whenever I, mean, I do watch free. it, I'll like, probably you already yeah. have Disney Plus. Yeah, so, so I'll, I'll, there's no harm for me as long as they didn't do the uh, the pay premiere, which I'm not seeing it with this one. So it's just gonna be like just a regular as long as you have the the subscription itself. So. No harm, no foul with watching it or whatever, though. But that's pretty much going to do it in terms of that one little bit of pop culture segment stuff. So we'll go ahead and switch over to what's in the gaming news. So a little bit, I don't know if you can kind of consider it as breaking news. I guess you can consider it for breaking news for today because I had everything planned out for all my topics last night, but this happened to pop up, I think earlier this morning though, but yes, it does seem like, you know, GoldenEye 007. I know I reported about this earlier before. Um, I think it was like one of my earlier Zarcast episodes, I think way back in January, if I, if I remember right. How there was like some stuff, and it was in kicking, being kicked around the rumor mill. I think we heard some achievement things kind of going around now, but now you can officially pull it up on the Microsoft website, and you can actually see the achievements for 007 now. So it makes me kind of think, you know what, this thing might be uh, right around the corner. So it's an unannounced remaster, then, if that's yeah. the, if that's the case. That'd yeah, be cool. yeah, which would be really cool because at least from what I'm hearing and from certain reports and some inside stuff or, you know, from some other people though, what it seems like is, cause you know how it is with the, with the whole, um, the ownership of GoldenEye 007, it was basically Nintendo tied with Rare, tied with MGM and, you know, all that other stuff. Now Nintendo bought Rare. So basically if this game were to come out, the way how- Nintendo bought Rare? Not Nintendo bought Rare. No, wait, did I say that? Yeah, you said Nintendo bought Rare. I think you mean to say Xbox bought Rare. No, I meant Xbox bought Rare. My, my bad. Xbox bought Rare. I don't know why I said I wish Nintendo bought Rare, and they messed up during that time, though. Anyway, but yeah, so because of all of that, 
the way how I see this playing out is there's going to be like the remaster version on the Xbox. I feel like that's going to be a thing. And then on the Nintendo side of things, I feel like they're going to drop the vanilla version of GoldenEye on the Switch Online. And also that remaster that's probably going to be on the Xbox version. I would I wouldn't be surprised they also had that on Switch. I don't it's nothing crazy graphically or whatever. So you can also have that on the Switch for people that don't have a Switch Online service but is willing to pay whatever the cost of this game would be like what maybe 20 bucks something like that 20 25 bucks or whatever they want to price it as so basically you have the option of doing the remaster version on both platforms or the vanilla classic which is only available on the switch online version that's the way i kind of see it how this stuff is playing out though but you got any thoughts on this just it'd be really cool to see it like actually like happen but other than that it's like an old game be really cool to to just play it one more time with the with the bros. How much to say? Yeah, because I, I remember playing this game. What was it? I was in college, and uh, shoot, we were playing this mess up to like no, no, not college. I was in high school for a camp or something like that. It was lead up almost to college. It might have been like junior, senior year, or something like that. But it was me and a bunch of other guys playing this thing like almost like two o'clock in the morning. It was, it was some really good fun playing that with four players on the N sixty four though. So, yeah, so if this is true, I really hope that this is the case because, I, I mean, I will play the classic version, and if they drop the remaster also on the Switch, I'll probably will get that as well. Probably dabble with both, but I'll probably be predominantly playing the remaster one. But, yeah, so honestly, I really do look forward to this. I feel like it could drop sometime this month. I would not be surprised because it'll be a digital release. I don't think they're ever going to do anything with physical. And we do know we have the Xbox, um, but that's the showcase thing that happens next week next sunday um so they could get announced then and then you'll probably see nintendo turn around and they'll say something like immediately after the show is over or something like that with their versions though so it wouldn't surprise me but yeah so i think that's pretty much it in terms of the golden eye 007 stuff so i did have to squeeze that up in there though so we'll go ahead and switch over to the next topic that being oh shoot sonic 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 you know for for a lot of people, they have a love relationship with this character. For me, it's more like a love hate. I play some really good games in this series, but then some other ones, I'm like, I just felt a little average on, or I looked at other ones, and I was like, I'm not going to give you the time or day or anything like that. No, honestly, it was it seemed promising at first when we got like the CGI trailer. Like we could tell they're going to go open world. We we're like, oh shoot, Sonic's going to do something he's never done before. I mean, sure, we had like open-ish games with like the adventure games, but not like open world like what Frontiers is going to be. Then we got the gameplay. First, they showcase off the world, and then secondly, they showed off the uh, they showed off the combat. And oh crap! I I I I don't see anything too hot right here. What, what do you got to say, Sonky? I'll I'll let you start first. There's like a lot of things to say. Uh, it looks bad, bland, boring. It honestly makes me just not want to get Sonic Origins as well. Oh, goodness. Nah, it's like... Sega... It's like... Stop trying to try, like, new shit with, with Sonic. You don't know what you're doing. Stick to the adventure formula or, like, the boost formula. Not this... Like, ooh. Like, heading in a new direction, Lamau. It's been, like, years since we had a good Sonic game. Like, Mania came out, like, 2017. And then yeah. Sonic Forces happened. And then Sonic's coming back, well, you know, the, with the movie. And then we're back to this shit again. 
Sonic has the most weird inconsistency ever. It, it, it's crazy. And the way how they're covering this thing out for the whole month of June, IGN is doing like an IGN first. So you're basically getting all your Sonic news straight from them. So, like, um, like the most boring aspect is that, like, there's no momentum in it. Like, you don't like go up a hill and you're like, you go slow, right? But when you go down a hill, you don't like speed up or anything. It's just, it's kind of like. You get the boost, but it remains. It's not like a gradual, like what you're no, talking like, about. No, like apparently the boost yeah. is like at random too, so you don't really like. Hmm. No, and I don't like the combat either. It's just kind of boring. I, I'm wondering if there's like an upgrade system to it, but other than that, I mean, nah, I'm, they're, I'm just they, saying, I don't know. Yeah, because it's like, it. yeah, because uh, the way how they showcase this thing off. It's weird because at first, on one day, they, they just showcase off the world and stuff. And I've always been saying this. I feel like Sonic is too fast for his own good in the 3D in the 3D space, not in the 2D space. 2D, it works out great. But in the 3D space, I feel like it's more of a hindrance ever since we got past Generations is what most people kind of like as their last good 3D Sonic game. Forces, it, it rubbed some people the wrong way, but it wasn't absolutely like 100% trash. But then oh, when you look at that. this... No, no, I, I no. mean, no, I mean, for me, no, I mean, no, for forces, I'm mean, Sonic Forces, yeah, Sonic Forces, right? Yeah, I paid, at least for me, in my personal I paid, opinion, I, I, I put it in the middle of the row. You I paid, paid ten dollars for that shit, and I still <laughs> felt ripped, ripped off. Dang, for me, I was like, I could, I wish I would have paid like half the price, and then I would have been like somewhat ish, okay ish. I mean, it, for me, it was a middle of the experience um, thing, though. But honestly, after looking at Frontiers, if I actually were to pay this price, and, and shoot, what if the, the PS5 version was 70 bucks, And then you were to compare it to Forces? I, ooh, 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 okay. I don't know. That, that That's uh, another Sonic special Forces for another wasn't, like, wasn't released at full price, but like it's still a ripoff. It was yeah. hot garbage. No, I I wouldn't even say it was okay or like, yeah, okay, okay, it was all right. No, I would not say that. It was garbage. Mm-hmm. But back on, um, but back on uh, frontiers though, it, the way how they showcase this thing off, I don't know why they split it up into one as an overworld thing, and then two the the second trailer just showing the combat. Because as I said, Sonic's too fast for his own good. At first, I was like, oh cool, this world looks nice and stuff. But then the more and more they showed that seven minutes worth of footage, it was like, all right, he was whipping around. But I was like, what kind of substantial thing can Sonic do or interact with the environment that might make things change. Sure, you can climb up some towers. Sure, you can fight like this big old boss that kind of seemed like it was out of the middle of nowhere or whatever, though. There's a bunch of grind rails, jump pads, platforms everywhere where you can take the low ground, the mid ground and all of this stuff, though. But beyond that and a few puzzle elements, I'm like, I wasn't seeing a lot more in the environment. And that's what sort of kind of rubbed me the wrong way at first. And then it got amplified even more when you looked at the combat and Literally, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Sonic Q, but didn't it only look like Sonic had four moves that they showcased for that whole entire seven minutes for the combat? Uh, it honestly felt like that. Yeah. He had, like, the flurry kick. He yeah, had, like, the his... fucking kick from the, from the fight with Zavok where, like, he just, like, there was, like, a, a quick time event where you go up to him and you start bashing on him. That was it. And that's what they reused in, the, in, like, the, like, flurry kick thing. Yeah, yeah, he had that flurry kick. I think he had like, There's that like a tr- lot of reused assets from forces, and that's that's like yeah. that's the bad part about it. Like you're using assets from like a very shit game. Because it was the the flurry kick, the uh, the honing attack. Uh, it was like a speed whatever. zip around thing, and then there's one more thing I just can't remember off the top. It's of my like head, they're trying though. to copy Astral Chain. 
where like it's... you make a circle around them and then you do attack on them. Oh yeah, that that circle. Yeah, what you do and then they they just get launched up in the air and then you just go from there. Yeah, I see that. But man, I, I don't know. I think for the rest of this month, they said they got some like developer interviews and stuff like that, and then a couple other stuff though. But outside of that, I I, I felt like they could have. Even marketing this thing, it's, it's just kind of weird. I've seen some people like do like trailers with the with the combat and the overworld and stuff that look a lot better and a lot more promising than the way how they've been kind of showcasing this off. I mean, I mean, like, they they yeah. were using footage that had like debug in it, and it's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you're that's something that shouldn't even be in a trailer if you're trying to like sell a game to someone. Yeah, so I uh, I don't know. I feel really mixed on this. You know, Hex is feeling really good because you know he 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 made that bet uh, with all of us. He was like, "Hey, if it's good, I'll get all y'all a copy. If not, then uh, well, let oh, that be well. it, though." But shoot, he's feeling pretty safe now. I was like, "You know what, man?" I was like, you, "You're good." But yeah, so you got anything else on Sonic, or uh, we'll we'll move on to the next thing, you know? How hard is it to make a fucking game? <laughs> man, I told you, man, Sonic. Sonic well, dang, I like. Dang, I, well, actually, never mind. I'll take that back. It's hard, but like, Sonic's not like Sonic is. It's like super fucking old. Just make an Adventure Three. My God. I don't know why. I really would love an Adventure Three. Why they hadn't? I don't know. It's Sega we're talking about. Oh, boy. Well, we could probably talk about this for forever, though, but we got a lot more stuff to talk about, though. So we're going to go ahead and move over to another little interesting bit of Sega news away from just Sonic himself, though, because apparently a Sega Mega Drive Mini 2 was actually announced. Because I remember there was, like, some reports of, you know, Sega saying, hey, we got some big news or something to share or whatever, though. It was mostly on the Japanese side of things, though. And then, lo and behold, the day came and Right now, it only seems like it's releasing in Japan. We have no news or confirmation that it will be coming over here um, to the West just yet, though. But let me just read out some of these games that's going to be out on... Yeah, because it's going to be out in Japan on October the 27th, and it should include 50 games, including Sega CD. So they actually made some, you know, jumps from just what would be considered just the Genesis, and now they actually have the CD with it as well. But like 11 games that were revealed, it was like Bonza Bros, Fantasy Zone, Magical, uh, oh golly, Totoro Kong, uh, Mansion of Hidden Souls, Potful Mail, Shining Force CD, Shining in the Darkness, Silk, Silk Feed, Sonic CD, Thunder Force 4, and Virtual um, Racing. That's just like 11 of the 50 games that we know that's basically confirmed at this point right now, though. But uh, you got anything to say about that, uh, Sonic Q? Alrighty. Well, I, I was just thinking I'll just let people know, because I know, at least for me, I'm not like a diehard Sega fan. I mean, the most Sega-related stuff I deal, deal with is Sonic when he's good. <laughs> when he's good. Um, and then Persona, and then some other S&T stuff, like, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to potentially getting Soul Hackers 2 this year, though. But outside of that, I don't, I don't do, like, a crap ton of Sega stuff, though. Just a few things here and there, though. But for the diehard Sega fans, the people that might have grew up on the Genesis or the... Uh, or some people refer to it as the Mega Drive over there if you happen to be in Europe or whatever, though. Or if you grew up, maybe eventually we'll get a Dreamcast Mini. I, I know Hacks will be probably um, jumping through the roof if we ever get that, though. But <laughs> it always seems like Sega's only really interested in just the Genesis and 
think there's like one other thing they're always referring to, but I feel like this is primarily just the Genesis stuff. But yeah, I just wanted to point that out to you, though. So just a little quick news right there, though. So we'll go ahead and jump over the next major bit of news because we did manage to get the trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. I did do a video um, on my channel discussing all the new stuff I saw in the trailer, breaking it down on some of the stuff with the information news on the website, though. So you can kind of already hear some of my thoughts on that right now, though. But uh, I kind of want to hear some of your thoughts, though, first, Sonic Q. What do you think of what was shown in the trailer so far? Scarlet and Violet? Yeah, for Scarlet and Violet. I liked it. I thought it was good so far. Good so far? Yeah. I just yeah. don't want any, like, new fucking gimmick, you know? I don't want, like, like you know, the next... D Max or G Max. I don't want any of that. Just keep it simple. I like how you say you want to keep it simple though, but you know they're gonna put something up in there because technically Well if they're it... if they're gonna if they're gonna do that, then just bring back Mega Evolutions. They're m way better. It would be nice. I, I don't know if they will, but I did want to point this out because every time when you look at a new Pokemon game, if you look at the logos for the Japanese um box box cover games. They always have something in the the actual Pokemon name where um or at least the new title for the game where it, it shows like some item-ish thing that kind of confirms what is gonna be associated with the new element. Like you saw it with Gen 6 being Mega Evolution, the the Z crystal for Sun and Moon, and then like the little symbol for the for the Dynamaxing thing or Gigantamaxing thing um for um for the gala region though but this one when you look at the the logos it kind of showcases off a crystal and i was like hmm okay and then even so at the very tail end of this trailer you saw the pokeball flying through and you saw a bunch of crystals um making that you know that little crystally sound um at the very tail end of the trailer so something dealing with crystals is going to be what the new element or feature is going to be with this game now i had seen some people kind of talking online like what if there was like a past future form of certain pokemon or something like that because we do know that based upon the professor's names and stuff like this and as well as the the two box art legendaries it does seem like there's gonna be a past future thing going on so where, where my guess is, is whatever that crystal is is going to have some kind of element dealing with past and future Maybe with certain kind of forms of certain Pokemon. That's going to be my guess. That's what I'm going to throw out there, though. But uh, hearing all that, Sonic, you, uh, you got any thoughts on that? No. All right, uh, and that was just... Oh, go ahead. I don't know. There's just not a lot to talk about on, like, from the trailer. Because, like, other than that, like, they are reusing the same uh, engine from Legends Dark Age, which is nice that they're doing that. And the one thing I am glad about that trailer is that they're keeping uh well I don't know how they extended it, but they are keeping the the different sizes, you know, like um the like the actual size of Pokemon should be. Oh, the scaling size, like how we yeah, saw the scaling in, uh... size, like Flip Baby was like really tiny. Yeah. Which I do like that because at least that that'd be really cool because like you know, you shouldn't be seeing a a Gyarados and a um and a Munchlax or something like that, both being the same size, that, that'd just be kind of weird, though. But yeah, so I do like that. And I think the biggest thing they probably showcase off in that trailer that I do like is the fact that we know in the past with Sword and Shield, you got the um, you got the whole wild area, but you were able to pump in like a whole bunch of visitors, and you just saw them randomly running through the area, kind of running off in the air and stuff. You saw some weird 
weird old crap. Um, at least when you were connecting with people online, though. But it seems like this one might be a little more constrained because it did seem they did show that you can join up to like with three other people, so a grand total of four people going through and adventuring through the wild and stuff. So that is going to be pretty cool in itself. Thinking, hey, y'all, you know, hub together like like a monster hunter or whatever. Though y'all drop up in like one game or something like that. And you just kind of go around catching Pokemon, doing all that kind of stuff, though. And the interesting thing is, when I went through the website and I was covered in that video, they did say that you, the story is not going to constrain you. So you can basically go anywhere, whatever you want to do, which does kind of bring into question. It does seem like, at least for all the gyms, since you could go anywhere now, um, it does seem like there's going to be some type of level scaling that will be available in the game. Thus, that means that you can do any gym in any order. So everybody can have a different experience if that be the case. And that would be one big thing I'll be really looking forward to with these games. And at least I know whenever I reveal that to you, Sonic, you're like, oh, thank goodness, that was kind of cool, though. But, um, but yeah, so any other last thoughts on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? They're making good game frames. Uh, let's hope. I, I feel like, based on the stuff we got so far, I feel like it's already has to be better than Sword and Shield, at least from what I'm seeing already. I actually kind of like the way how they're kind of approaching this game a little bit differently. And at least now you don't have to deal with the whole blowback of the National Dex thing, because at least that's pumped through people's systems. They kind of don't expect that now. So uh, we'll, we'll see in terms of how they deal with the open world aspect and see how well they can actually uh, manage to produce that, though. But that's pretty much it in terms of that. So we'll go ahead and uh, switch over to another little bit of Nintendo news. That being uh, the Mario Strikers Battle League. They did release the demo for this. And, you know, for the for the online playtest. It ended today at like noon Pacific time. That was like the last playtest for it though. I actually managed to try it out, I want to say, three or four times already. So it was actually really good. Um, from everything I played with it. I'm really looking forward to playing this game this upcoming Friday when it actually releases, though. But, man, oh, man. I, I Man, I hadn't... Ooh, man, my blood had boiled that much with a Nintendo game since um, since sometimes I'd be playing Smash or maybe Splatoon 2. Like, I feel like this almost has esports potential, but with the crazy amount of items it can use, I mean, they, they might have to turn that mess off if you were going to try to really make it esports-related, though. But the, the way how they got this combat and stuff set up in this game, though, I just been digging it with the slide tackles, the lobbing of the passes, straight shot stuff, angling your shots at the goal and stuff like that. Um, the charge shot is a little different. You have to get like charge orb and then touch that first. So that way you can actually use your, your specialized charge shot. Because back in the GameCube day, which I didn't manage to get a copy of it for the GameCube, you can always use it at any given time as long as like it was your main character like Mario. But if you had like the duplicate toads out on the field, they couldn't use it or whatever though. But now anybody can use it. It's just only whenever they get the orb, though. So you're playing a little offense, defense, trying to get those orbs as soon as they pop up and stuff like that, though. So the game has impressed me. I know I'll be getting it at launch, though. But it doesn't seem like, unfortunately, at least out of our little friend group, it might just be primarily me and maybe one other person, though. But outside of that, <laughs> most of y'all are saying that y'all are going to wait for a sale or what you've seen so far hasn't hugely interested um, you. But you got anything to piggyback or say off of that? Oh, I didn't really see any of the things from the demo or, or anything. I just don't care to get it. Uh, see, yeah, that that's where I was thinking you were probably at, though. Have you played any of the other Strikers games? Like the Wii or the GameCube one? I played on the GameCube. How, how did you like the GameCube one? I'm just curious. I don't even remember. Okay. I remember liking it, but other than that, like, I don't remember, like, 
too much of it because like I played it when I was when I was a kid. Oh, I got you. Yeah, just the really only dumb. like Mario Sport game I remember having fun with was Sluggers. Wait, oh, yeah, the baseball. Oh, one. the baseball one. But Sluggers on wait, what console? The GameCube. The GameCube one. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I heard some good things about that one though, and I don't know had they managed to make like a good baseball game since then. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because I feel like baseball. I feel like because right now we have tennis out of the way, we have golf out of the way, and soon we're about to get soccer out of the way. I feel like the last sport game would be I like baseball. A lot of I like how you you just named off a bad sports game, a, another bad one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just listening out all of them. I didn't say if they were good or bad. I was just listening to facts. I mean, we got three so far. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Giratina had it right, or like, well, like lately the sports games they've been like. Like pushing out, I haven't really been all that too good. They've just yeah. been like meh or like whatever. Like, yeah, I, they, I can understand why they why they doesn't like them either. Same with Sonic. Yeah, because like golf, there was really nothing in golf that really kind of interested me at all. I even heard like some people actually preferred like the N sixty four version of golf because at least in that one you had mini golf and some other stuff like that. So people really liked the N sixty four version of golf. But that one that they did with the Switch, there really wasn't anything in there. The one that might have interested me the most was maybe tennis, and probably because they had the story mode. I remember they used to, they did like a game trials with that one, so I played a decent chunk of Mario Tennis Aces while they had that up for about a week. I didn't get through the whole entire story mode, but that was about the extent of what I was basically able to go through and play through the game, though. But honestly, it was okay. It wasn't nothing great, at least for me. Unless I saw that game for, like, extremely dirt cheap, I, I wasn't going to pick that one up. But I have seen enough good stuff with Mario Strikers. The cool thing is you're able to play this game online. You have the battle leagues and stuff like that. So you could be having a team of four versus another team of four. Or, you know, you could you can just randomly play quick matches against other people, um, you versus one other person, though. So, I mean, it, it's probably the online element that's really interesting to me. Because, honestly, if there wasn't an online element with this, but you can only do it with local or just by yourself, then I would skip out on this entirely. But, thankfully, they landed landing pretty heavy on the online aspect, and that's what really got me. All right. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt you on that whole oh, yeah, thing, but, ahead. like, I, I do need to use the restroom real quick. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, man. But, yeah. So, I think, uh, I think for the most part, though, um, yeah, so Mario Strikers, if you really like competitive games and you didn't play the demo, I, I would have felt bad for anybody that might have um, played or not have missed the demo because, you know, Nintendo only has did it for like, what, two times on Friday, three times on Saturday, two times on Sunday. I feel bad, though, but I did manage to stream um, my experience with there, so that is up on the channel if you want to check out um, some of my Mario Strikers Battle League stuff, and I will be playing this game. Uh, again on launch day not on youtube like how i normally would do some stuff though i mean i'll be doing it on twitch um this time around though since i already kind of got some footage from there thanks to the online demo though so yes yeah, so i'm really looking forward to this though um hopefully i can have a whole lot of fun up on this though because i feel like this is out of all the sports things we've got so far it's the most promising in comparison to mario tennis aces and mario golf is it called Super Rush or something like that? I don't know. Something like that, though. But anyway, though, so that's pretty much it in terms of the Mario Strikers Battle League stuff that I had to go through and talk about right now, though. So we'll go ahead and jump over to our next little bit of news. That being, um, we did get some news that half of PlayStation releases will be going to either PC or mobile 
by the end of 2023, which is kind of interesting because uh, we kind of already got some little fruits of the labor of this little report uh, within the Sony state of play, which we'll talk about here in just a moment, though. But yeah, it is going to be kind of interesting uh, whenever we get more of these games um, announced, whenever um, they decide to actually put more of these things on mobile and PC, which I think for the most part, like for example, they already put um, God of War, I think, already on PC. And I think Original Horizon, I believe, is already on PC um, as well, though, because I... Yeah, because they, they've been already pushing some stuff on there. You know, you, you got those um Sony ponies out there that really like their exclusivity and stuff like that. We probably got really salty. I didn't see I didn't see too many of them online, at least on Twitter, whenever they mentioned um whenever they um they mentioned about this little bit of thing and as well as what we're getting here soon, what we're about to talk about in the state of play though. Um but yeah, so honestly. And that's the other thing. The fact they're also going to say PC, that may, I mean, not PC, the fact they also say mobile as well, that makes me think, are they going to actually create like whole new experiences, kind of like how Nintendo did with some of their mobile games as well? Um, th that's honestly what makes me think, that's honestly what makes me think that um, at least for me with the PC kind of stuff, or not PC, the mobile kind of stuff, I'm just kind of curious how they're going to handle that. Because at least for PC, most people are going to be like genuinely pretty excited on it, though. But in terms of the um, the mobile kind of stuff, I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to handle that. Like, how they're going to do like a random God of War thing online or something like that for it, though. Or um, I'm trying to think of any other kind of games. Maybe Ratchet & Clank might fit um, pretty well with that. I don't know, because most of their games are pretty graphically intensive, though. So I don't want to see a lot of them coming to PC unless they're trying to think about Oh, I'm not PC. I always like saying PC on their um, mobile, unless they're talking about potentially streaming um, the games from like either your PS5 or PS4 or something like that to your mobile phone, which I guess that's also a possibility though. But then again, not a lot of people technically have really good solid internet connection where they can also um, be able to pull that mess off though. But yeah, so um, that's pretty much it in terms of that quick report. I know Sonic, you probably wouldn't have said too much on that though but there is one story segment in the sony state of play where he can basically give his two cents up on it though because it is kind of funny the way how we were kind of talking about this before the state of play and we kind of saw some fruits of labor with this one little statement right there though but that's basically going to do it with that though so yeah so that's it for that and then we'll go ahead and jump into the last major topic of the night that being the sony state of play that happened recently um just a few days ago and man, oh man, at first I was kind of worried about this thing because originally they announced that they were only going to do third parties and PlayStation VR 2, which already kind of sunk in my mind. I was like, well, without any first party games, it made me think, could this had not been like their, what would have been like an E3 showcase, um, their E3 showcase, if you want to call it that, because we know Sony hasn't participated in E3 for like the past um, couple of years. I think ever since, like, almost, like, the year before COVID or something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, it's been a while since they've been there, though. So, honestly, well, I wasn't really expecting too much with this. I was almost expecting more of a big blowout with the PlayStation VR 2 side of things. Because we know that that's in development. They're about to release it here fairly soon. And they did announce some PlayStation VR 2 games that are slated to release this year. So, we do know that that PSVR 2 is supposed to release this year. 
We just hadn't gotten a release date for it. We hadn't gotten a price point for it, though, because I know that sucker is going to be pretty expensive whenever that thing does launch. Because the fact that, um, I mean, think about it. You, you have to have to get the PS5. That costs like 500 bucks. And then you got to turn around and get a headset, which the headset, I think on the PS4 was already, it's either 300 or 400 bucks. But going off of that same logic, at least this this new PlayStation VR 2, I know it's going to at least cost at least 400 bucks by itself. So you're thinking getting the console is 500, then getting that is going to cost another 400 bucks. So then it's like, you're almost looking at 900, almost to a thousand across the board, just getting fully set up if you started at zero without the PS5 to begin with though. But I guess in comparison to like the, um, the Oculus Quest, that's a little more, um, I feel like that's more, it's easier, it's an easier barrier to break, I think, because that's just a headset. But then there's some other headsets I can't remember off the top of my mind that I think kind of sync up to your PC that are like way more expensive. Like we're talking about a couple or a few thousand dollars or something like that. It's crazy to think how much, um, how expensive VR is though, but I wish there was a way how Sony could have sold VR too without necessarily having um without necessarily having you to have to have the PS5 to be able to hook up to. So yeah, so at least that's the small little talk, at least with the PlayStation VR2 though. But in terms of the state of play though, I say it was really good. It it was pretty phenomenal because the way how they kicked this sucker off. It, it, it shoot that kind of set the whole tone for the rest of the state of play because the first thing that we got confirmed was resident evil 4 remake was announced now technically i think everything's been going according to plan to that capcom giga leak that happened like a couple of has it been a couple of years now something like that um with that Capcom Gigalite where they showcased off a whole bunch of games in that big document. And this happened to be one of them. So we knew that this was kind of being in the works though. And I, I was like, dang, I was like, I, I knew that this was going to pop off right off the bat though. I know this is something Sonic U, um was probably really hyped about and excited for. And hopefully he hops back up in there soon so he can give his thoughts on, on it though. But it wasn't just Resident Evil 4 remake stuff that we got news for. Um, they did mention that there is going to be like a Resident Evil 4 um, remake, but a VR version for it for, I think, the PlayStation VR 2. So there is a little bit of that. And as well for Resident Evil 7, there is going to be, um, for Resident Evil 7, there's also going to be an update for it to where it's also going to be with PlayStation VR 2, which honestly... Golly, I, man, that'd be something crazy to go through and play through a whole Resident Evil game, especially these more modern ones like this, with VR. Like, those games are naturally kind of scary-ish. Like, I'm thinking more like Resident Evil 2. I don't know how scary Resident Evil 7 was. 4 really wasn't, unless they make this remake version, like, quite drastically different with the way how graphically, how much better it might possibly look, though. But, man, I can only imagine how crazy, um, how crazy this game will look like that though so yeah so honestly that's most of my thoughts on resident before we'll probably talk about it here um a little bit more from sonic Q's viewpoint here in just a bit though but let me go ahead and talk about a game that i was personally excited about but i know sonic you from what i talked to him already he wasn't genuinely excited upon he, he he wasn't really a big fan of it though and that was Eternites. Out of all the games that they showcase off in this state of play, that's probably the one that kind of caught me by surprise the most. 
because, because apparently, holy shoot, it, there's a little story behind this one too. Um, because apparently, um, the creator for Eternites, he th this is this is something that he said basically. Uh, whenever um they announced the game originally, though, I'm trying to see if I can pull this thing back up here, um, real quick, because the story behind it though was actually um. Uh, fairly funny though but I, I think i remember the most the gist of it behind it though but anyway the creator behind it though originally he played persona 5 right and then he, he really liked and enjoyed that game so then he turned around and played persona 4 i think it might have been persona 4 or persona 4 golden and he really liked that game he turned around and played persona 3 i think it was probably the phase or fes version or whatever though and he liked persona from 5 4 and 3 so much that he quit his job and turned around got a team together, formed another studio just to release or just to make this game that was inspired by Persona. And not even that he, that this is like one of his like first games making like this with the studio that he just came up. It was, it was so good that they managed to get it up into a Sony state of play. Like, like, holy shoot. Like, this is the background between that one little tweet that he put up on there. I was like, you know what? That's just setting the tone right there, though. And honestly, looking at the game, it's it seems fairly interesting because um it is like an it's like an action RPG that it looks like it at face value and then turn around and then on top of it um there, it's also like a dating sim game which I was like okay I was not technically Hell. expecting that oh now you're back bruh I, I I was gonna ramble on about Eternals real quick and we'll jump back to Resident Evil Four so you had to miss too much though but um. But yeah, so it was a combination of those two genres, and I, I I don't know if it was because it looked super anime or what, but that game was somewhat speaking to me. I, I'm not like 100% for it, but I think if I were to give a percentage right now, I'm probably at like a toasty 70 to 75%, so well over the 50% the marker, at least right now, though. But yeah, I kind of like the way how it visually looked. The combat looked kind of fairly cool and stuff like that, though. And it does seem like this is slated to release in sometime in, um early 2023. I can't remember if they said spring or if they said early 2023, but it is 2023 um, regardless, though. So that is a game I'm actually looking forward to, um, potentially uh, seeing more information on it or stuff like that, though. So I'm definitely going to keep my eye out on that one, though, because I don't know. It's just a game that kind of spoke out to me. Now, um, I, I think that's basically all I have to say on Eternites. I know you're not a big fan of it, Sonic Q, though. So we'll go ahead and jump back to Resident Evil 4. I already no. gave my thoughts on it. So uh, you, you can go ahead and give your thoughts on Resident Evil 4 or slash the VR2 version of it and the Resident Evil 7 VR2 version We're gonna of it. We're going to get the Ganados. We're going to get Rasputin and his... We're gonna get the village. We're gonna get the island. We're gonna get the castle. All, all updated graphics. Yeah, finally, fucking no. Yard, I swear to God, you have no excuse anymore to play Resident Evil Two now. I told you, man. I was probably gonna play Resident Evil Two in the month of October. I think that's what I got yeah. slated as my stream Halloween game. I'll probably be playing Luigi's Mansion 2 on the side on my 3DS, though. But in terms of my stream series one, I'm looking forward to trying to play Resident Evil 2 during the time I just think it's slot. funny how, how they didn't really show Leon's face. They showed a little bit of it at the end, but they didn't show the entirety of it. They still kept that little secret. Because that yeah. is a huge thing. There's literally the game that redefined the genre. I'll... 
Yeah, like they're still like shooting games. They still use the same like over the over the shoulder like shooting that Resident Evil Four like made. Yeah, it's definitely a game I, I'm excited for. It's gonna be my game of the year. Yeah, because it it looks pretty good. It looks pretty promising. I think the the main thing I think the mo the biggest concern for most people is is making sure that in terms of the combat, nothing gets changed too much because. For a lot of people, Resident Evil 4 is like one of their favorite games. So I I, I even heard from Sonic. Um, he was like, hopefully they didn't mess with the gameplay much too much though. But I feel like from the gist of what I got, I thought I heard some of either heard some talks from the developers or something like that. Something where they were like, we're not gonna change that up too much. It says graphically it's gonna look better and they might do a something slightly a little different with the story, not too drastically different from the story, at least from what I got. Unless you heard anything else. No, they're going to keep it relatively the same, but they're not going to keep... I don't know. I, I want them to keep all the wackiness that Resident Evil 4 had. <laughs> that was a wacky-ass game. Them round kicks, like, though, were pretty powerful, man. Well, no, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about other shit. Hold on, let me find it for you. But yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this game looks yeah, really like, good. It's funny because like, there's literally like, a, part, a section where you have to like escape from a, a, a fucking statue that's like walking towards you. Bruh. <laughs> oh my god, this is such a funny game. Now, now here's the other thing I also want to kind of hear from you is uh, some or the um. Resident Evil 7 VR 2. Let's say if I don't I don't know if you would actually purchase the VR 2, but let's say if like a friend had it or something like that, would would you be uh curious going through and playing through that game again in VR? No, I'm too poor. No, I was saying no, I was saying like if someone had the the headset, so all you had to do is just basically get the game or something like that for VR 2, would you do it? Because I know I know I already talked about the price point and stuff of this thing. Like it would probably be stupidly ridiculous. In terms of the price, you know, but would you, if you had the opportunity to play it, would you do it? Yeah, I would. Dude, I was like, they had to pay me a good amount of money because I was like, shoot. I was like, I mean, I already know Resident Evil games are kind of already somewhat scary to begin with, though. But I feel like putting it with VR would probably change the whole name of the game. Like, oh, shoot. But yeah, so unless you have anything else to say on Resident Evil, we'll jump over to the uh, the next game that was showcased off in the in the state of play. Nope. All right. All right. Well, we'll bounce over to the. the I feel like the next major thing was uh, Street Fighter Six. That was a game that was showcased off. What was it? Was it in the last state of play? They they mentioned something about it, or I mean, they showed the uh, the CGI trailer for it though. So we knew it was in development or whatever, though. And then now we got a new trailer for this one, though. And honestly, I remember it. A lot of people were kind of heated on that logo. They didn't like it. At least the logo changed. I don't hear a lot of complaints on that. So at least they fixed that. But I have a feeling maybe they held back on the logo because the logo now, what we're seeing right there, kind of gives away a lot of the theming is what we kind of saw in this uh, second trailer, though. But yeah, we, we saw our boy Ryu. We saw our girl Chung Lee and stuff like that back up in here, though. The thing that got me kind of interested was the, um, the, um, I don't know how you describe it, Sonic Cube, like the openness, like how the characters were able to walk around in the world. Like we're used to fighting games, you just fight mono e mono, but it looks like there's a little bit of adventurous kind of setting within this game. Well, open world? 
Yeah, it's like, I don't know if open world is the correct term, because maybe you're only exploring, like, this one part of a city. But, I mean, the fact that you're able to kind of walk around, and maybe you're getting, like, street brawls with other people, you're just kind of walking around in the city itself. I don't remember seeing that a lot. I feel like some, no, I thought I heard from somebody that might happen, like, one of the past Street Fighter games, maybe. But it, it doesn't consistently happen with Street Fighter games or something like that. No, it didn't really happen with Street Fighter. Oh, okay. Well, well, shoot. If it hadn't happened at all, then yeah, then this will technically be a first if that be the case, though. But honestly, it, it, it looks really cool right now. I mean, it from that first trailer we got, it seemed like it was going to be super realistic, but then again, that was CGI. This one, we actually got to see some bit of gameplay, and it did, did seem like with some of the combat, it's kind of flashy. It is a little bit colorful. Um, I'm trying to think, what was the term for it, though? It, it, it was colorful with... Um, I don't know why it's slipping my mind right now. It might come back and hit me later, though. But it it, it just seems like uh, it's a good mix between realistic, but also sort of kind of, I wouldn't say cartoony-ish, because like when you hit, you, you have those like colorful art expressions or whatever. To, like graffiti art. Yeah, it looks like kind of like some graffiti art kind of-ish looking kind of things with some of the hits that you're doing within the game, though. But honestly, it looks really cool so far. They did say that the release date for it will be sometime in the year of 2023. Hopefully it's about a year from now, maybe summer of 2023. There's no exact window frame besides the year itself, but that's basically all we know about Street Fighter right now, though. But uh, you got anything else to say on this, Sonic Q? No. All right, because I think at least at least for me, I'm somewhat interested in this. I, the big draw would be whether or not if I'm still having my... Uh, my PlayStation Plus at that point, because I feel like with most fighting games, you have to, you get some enjoyment with the single player or whatever, but that only takes you so far to get really good or whatever. You got to be like consistently playing online and stuff like that. So if I keep the online or something like that, then maybe I'll get Street Fighter 6. Who knows? I know Bronto said he kind of wants to get it though. So uh, you know, he might be looking for a PS5 some point soon, at least before this game releases, though, so maybe I'll be playing some matches with him, though, so maybe we can have a good fun time playing this game, though, but it'll be the first Street Fighter game I would play technically since, like, Street Fighter 2 on the SNES, yes. <laughs> like, that's how long it's really been, though. But, yeah, so, honestly, some good stuff showcased on that trailer. I'm looking forward to hearing some more news about it, though. So, um, thank that's almost it in terms of most of the announcements, except for the very big one, though. But before we talk about the big one at the very tail end, was there anything else, Sonic Cube, that you saw in the state of play that seemed kind of interesting or anything you wanted to kind of point out that we hadn't talked about before? Honestly, the main big ones for me were like Resident Evil 4 remake and uh, the, the Street Fighter 6, obviously, and the last one we were going to talk about. Okay. Yeah, because I do remember there was one where it was like a cat walking around or something like that. I mean, that looked interesting. It looked interesting. And the interesting thing about that one... Stray. There we go. The interesting thing about that one was um, if you have PlayStation, the extra or the premium tier, you'll get it at no additional cost. So I had the premium... I'll have the premium tier by that point. So I actually will be able to dabble around with that game and see how that one is... how that one holds up. So I'm actually... I'm actually looking forward to trying that one out, seeing how interesting that one is, because it looks like you had some stealth elements and some weird, wacky stuff with that. Like, who would have thought you'd play a whole game, not as, like, a cat simulator, but as, like, an actual cat in an actual game? So it is going to be interesting. I'm trying to think, was there anything else noteworthy that they announced? I mean, you had some kind of um, 
your artsy kind of related games up in there and I think you might have what oh you have one where you're kind of like rollerblading around shooting guns at people which I was like what the heck on that one but um I'm trying to think was there anything else I feel like that was like probably the ones that probably stuck out the most at least for me nothing else too crazy though so we'll go ahead and jump into the the very last big one that being uh Final Fantasy 16 now that one was one that I know a lot of people have been looking forward to seeing more information on. Now, what like, was when was the last yeah the last time they announced it or not announced it or I guess technically it was the first announcement of it two years ago. But yeah, um, they showed the first little bit of a tease whatever in 2020, and people have been wanting to see this in another state of play for like years and years. It took two years, and we're finally getting more news on it though. And um, you know, like it definitely looked way better than it when it first showed when they first showed off of it. Yeah, because it, I mean, the main character looked kind of rough. Like he looked like too edgy, like almost too super realistic. And I feel like that kind of toned that mess down a little bit. So I was like, you know what? I appreciate that. Like they got like the fantasy element. Seemed like to pump more of the fantasy element up in this one, though. But it does seem like with the combat, it is different from Final Fantasy VII Remake's combat, though. But it's it's like more action based. So it's not going to be like turn based, which for some fans that like Final Fantasy. That kind of they might be fans of the traditional, you know, turn based, but it does seem like Square Enix is kind of pivoting more towards like the action based stuff. So at least the combat they showcased off so far, um, it's been looking pretty cool. And all those summons, it seems like it's gonna be like a war of summons because like they had Efreed up on there, um, and like the one that was like the Titan and stuff. Like they showcased off a whole bunch of them. So maybe that's the big thing with Final Fantasy sixteen. Maybe. But yeah, so there was, there was a lot of cool, interesting stuff with this one, though. Um, we do know the game is going to be coming out in the year of 2023, assuming if there's no delays. So I'm thinking, you know, knowing Square, it's probably going to be a fall or probably a holiday release is probably what they're internally thinking when they're going to try to shoot for this game, unless it got the delay to like spring of 2024, which wouldn't surprise me if that'd be the case, though. But at least that's what's going on with this game right now, though. Honestly, it's been a hot moment since I played a Final Fantasy game. Like, like I like 7. Seven is really good, and I played 7 Remake and stuff like that. I played a bit of 10. And that's been the most of my Final Fantasy experience. Maybe I'll dabble with nine at some point. And then um, I, I hadn't heard too many hot things beyond 12 or whatever, though. I, I'm not going to put any time into Final Fantasy 14 because I don't have time to play big MMORPG. If I were to get into I wouldn't have time to play anything else, though. And then I heard that you really like 15. Some people don't like 15, but you like 15. I like 15. So, yeah. So, honestly, from what the showcase off with 16 so far, I might take the plunge on it. As long as it keeps showing some good elements to it, though, I might actually pick this game up whenever um it releases, though. But, yeah, that's just kind of how I'm feeling right now, though. But um, you got any other uh last thoughts on Final Fantasy 16? I just... I just want them to make the air combat good. I don't... Like, because that's the thing I hated from, like, said Remake. The, like, the aerial combat was just not up to par. So, like, the one on the ground. I don't think a lot of we'll I don't think a lot goes. of people uh, fought in the air because I mean like you have oh Barrett. there were some enemies there were some enemies that you can like that were really hard to hit from the ground You're, so yeah. like you'd jump and then you'd hit them but like other than that there wasn't really much that you could do 
from that. Yeah, because I, I, I remember doing that with Cloud. Like, you jump, you hit, like, three times before you fall down. The most ideal one was using Barrett since he would shoot, you know, shoot his gun at him. That was the most, unless you use a magic, unless you use a magic move or whatever, though. But but yeah, I I get you because there there were some moments I remember playing through that game. I was like, crap, I need to get a few more hits on this, um, on this thing, whatever it was. But yeah, I I get you on that. Yeah, I I do kind of agree on that. But yeah, so outside of that, I think that's pretty much it in terms of most of the news that I had um, from the past couple of weeks right here, though. Um, I do want to say, at least with this Sony State of Play, they brought the gameplay. Because usually, at least for most State of Plays and stuff like that in the past, it's been some kind of games. Like, you might have, like, one good game out of there, but then the rest are kind of like, eh. Or, like, they always didn't end it with a really good stinger or whatever, though. I will commend them. They did showcase off a lot of gameplay. That's the stuff that most people really care about. CGI can look all cool and stuff for hype, but if the gameplay ain't up to par, then uh, what's the point? And I felt like they, I felt like this was definitely one of State of Play's best, um, Sony's best State of Play's they did so far. They started off good with Resident Evil 4 Remake. They ended off good with Final Fantasy 16. I mean, some people might say, well, you didn't have really any good first-party games. I mean, you didn't have Horizon um the uh the playstation vr2 thing i think that was like their only little thing of a first party game that was up in here though but the fact that they were able to kind of clinch those third party um grabs even though there are going to be multi-plat between this and xbox and whatever though the fact that they were able to showcase it all first in their presentation is pretty big and pretty major in itself though so yeah so sony it seemed like they were the first ones to get their foot out the door maybe if we're lucky we'll have like a nintendo direct maybe sometime this week maybe Fingers crossed, if, if that were to be the case, maybe sometime Monday morning they would announce it, if that were to be the case, because uh, usually they announce their things like a week in advance for like what would be technically E3 or June directs or whatever, though. But I don't know, maybe they'll take a different approach with this one, only do 48 hours in advance or something like that. Who knows? And then we know Xboxes has their um, showcase, Xbox Bethesda has their showcase a week from now, so the next Sunday, though. So yeah, so honestly, some really good stuff. Going to be a lot more gaming related news that's going to be coming out um here in the foreseeable future though. So yeah, I'm going to be having a lot of videos to make and put out here and some reaction stuff to put out on the channel though. But that's basically going to do it in terms of all the the gaming news. Any other last wrap up thoughts on the state of play? What you kind of thought of it as like a whole? Definitely their best one. Like I don't know. Like when I hear state of play, oh okay cool, but then like. I I finished watching this and was like, God damn, they really just pulled it off with this one. Yeah, I, I'm kind of glad because I was like, it, it's only a matter of time. I was like, they always, I remember they used to say at their, some of their earliest state of plays, they're like, we're listening to feedback or give us a review or something. They said something on the lines of that for like the first handful of state of plays. Now they don't really say that though, but I feel like now they're taking all that critique. So if they can keep making presentations worthy like this one, then I feel like state of play, it could be something to kind of get genuinely kind of hyped about. I don't know. The only thing that's really missing now is just the big first-party games and have them launch fairly soon. If they can get that with the combination of everything they did in this presentation, it can almost get up to that um that Nintendo Direct level of how you know like people hype that mess up for the upcoming 24 hours until um it's about to launch with the predictions and all of that kind of stuff though. But yeah, I'll say kudos for you, Sony. It's it's about time these state of plays get better because uh, I own a I own a PS5 and I want to know what good games are coming out on the system. But it finally looks like 
they kind of living up to that potential though. But anyway, though, that's basically it in terms of the state of play. So we'll go ahead and um, jump over to the very next um, segment over here. So about that show. All righty. So in terms of stuff I've been watching lately, I'm trying to think. Didn't I watch a movie? Mm, no. I talked about it in the last, um, I talked about it in my last Darkest podcast of how I watched uh, Turning Red. I thought I was going to, between now and then, I thought I was going to sit down and watch the new um, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I still have not sat down and watched that yet. I'm hoping to watch it sometime this upcoming week. I do have some, uh, a lot of extra little bit of free time, though. So maybe I'll watch it then, though. But outside of that, um, for me, it's just been kind of watching a little bit more anime and stuff. I actually went back and re-binged all of my hero academia i started back at season two because i already watched season one like two or three times already so i jumped back at season two watched all the way back up to season five because i do know in the fall starting around october um they're gonna go into that whole uh they're gonna go into that whole war arc and i, I know i was talking to you off the side sonic q about um some things though so i, I got genuinely hyped for that though it's always interesting going back and re-watching shows when you get to see now that you know all the information you know when you go back and watch some of the previous seasons you can see the foreshadowing or the stuff that they were pointing out and telling you like way earlier and you're like oh shoot that ties in and refers to x and y and z and all that stuff though so yeah so that's honest i've been watching a lot of my hero academia i've been watching my you know, my traditional seasonal anime, some stuff on the side, though, but it's been a lot of that. I have caught all the way back up to the end of season five, though. So, yeah, so I'm just really looking forward um, to the start of that new arc whenever we get it. We are getting a couple of OVAs that should be releasing. One that's based on, like, Major League Baseball, but it's, you know, baseball with, you know, in My Hero Academia. If it's anything like the Dragon Ball Super baseball episode, oh, my gosh, it could be great. I don't know why. Some of the weirdest OVAs with sports and stuff like that could turn out to be really great. And then I think there's one more. Um, Sonic, do you know that name of the hero, the one with that works underneath Endeavor's agency, the one with green, fiery hair? Do you know her name off the top of your head? No, but I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, but I know there was like one where they, they I think they announced it within the past week how they said there was another OVA plan, but it, it had her. Burning? Burning or something like that? Yeah. I don't know, but she she looks pretty cool. I was like, I, I don't I don't know why she slipped my mind um before rewatching the whole series again though, but I was like I was like, dang, I we had I hadn't you probably seen her in action maybe in the manga or whatever though. Because at the very tail end of season five, it looked like she was commanding a bunch of the UA um students to evacuate the city because they had a whole bunch of other heroes at the foot of the mountains that was gonna um do their attack against the uh Paranormal Liberation Front. That that is some kind of crazy name right there. I mean, it's definitely better than the League of Villains or whatever, though. But yeah, so I feel like we're gonna see her in action soon in season six, though. But she seems like a pretty cool character. I don't know. I just like her personality and stuff from what we saw in season five, though. But that's mostly what I've been watching here lately, though. But uh, have you been watching anything cool? No. Nothing at all. You, no. Play Monster. Oh, okay. So you you've been gaming primarily more than watching anything yeah yeah you haven't watched morbius have you i'm not going to <laughs> i was just making sure it, it, it's just crazy how to see how much um that blew up online because uh it's crazy because i guess they almost took the um 
they almost took the meme too far to where they, I think they reopened a thousand locations to stick that movie back in theaters, but they only made a profit of $85,000, which was kind of a slap in the face. I was like, oh, shoot. That, <laughs> I was like, dang. I was like, y'all, that, 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 ain't, that ain't good at all. So not only did it flop once, it flopped twice. Man, oh, goodness. I don't know. It, it, it's just crazy to see that meme man everywhere, though. But yeah, so I think that's going to basically do it um, for the uh, What Have You Been Watching segment, though. So we're going to jump over to our very last segment, that being, uh, so What You Been Playing. All right, so instead of having me start off first, I'm going to have you start off first, Sonic U. Besides Monster Hunter, which I know... You're the monster hunter. Like, all, like all I've point. been, like all I've been playing, Jared. Uh, I really been playing else. I'm getting ready for Sunbreak. Oh yeah, because when is Sunbreak? Does Sunbreak release this week? This month. Oh, oh, okay. For some reason, I was thinking it was releasing this Friday, but maybe it's later. Because I know, I think there you have to be like at a certain point in the game. With the base story, which I know you're well beyond. I'm gonna tell you right now, Zard, you're gonna need at least sixty hours to get into the Sunbreak. Oh shoot! I'm telling you to start right now, but you don't want to, bro. I, I I just know it's gonna be a lot. I I I need you to break your. I need you to. I need you to sling me on your back. You're gonna break like a. You're gonna break a, a part of your spine and maybe break a few ribs. But I need you to carry me. I'm full 60 hours, man. Well, I'm, I'm literally telling you to start right now, but you don't want to. No, it, it, it's more like I always have like a whole bunch of stuff I'm trying to get through and play. I don't know. And then it's like, it's like Monster Hunter's always in the back. But I'm like, I'll get to it eventually. I'll get to it eventually. And um, shoot, if it, if it doesn't happen by the time Mario Strikers comes out, then you, you, good you luck. spent like, spent like over $500. A game that you barely put like two hours in. No, nah, I didn't spend no five hundred dollars. I, I I really do like the uh, the way how the um the pro controller spent, lo- looks really cool. I did like that. The, mo- the I needed a new switch anyway. I needed a new switch anyway, so it didn't matter. The the amiibos look cool, and I know they were gonna be like limited or not limited. Like I know the value of it was gonna go up over time. So I was like, I, I just like everything with with the atmosphere of Monster Hunter. It's just sitting down and getting through all that combat and getting used to it because it's it's a whole it's like a really big pill to swallow. I feel like it, like that SpongeBob episode where um they swallow that huge pill or something like that, where it's like it takes up their whole body or something like that. Like it's just a big pill to swallow, and and I always feel like it's partially intimidated on it because I was thinking oh, I could do it as a stream series, but then I figured out real quick I was like unless I play this game pretty consistently, I'm gonna forget just as much stuff as I'm putting up in this. And then since then, I just hadn't put the time up into it, though. I don't know. Maybe someday. Someday. I don't know. But yeah, so I know you've been playing that predominantly on PC, because I know you've been liking that, because you get the 60 frames per second and the 4K and all that. Yeah. But yeah, if that's all you've been playing, at least for me on my end, I mean, like I said earlier, um, I have been playing quite a bit of the Mario Strikers demo stuff. I've been doing that and uh, occasionally since Splatoon 2, and I've been picking up and been playing a little bit more Smash lately. I don't know, I've been kind of feeling like I've been in a little bit of a lull, because I know there's going to be a lot of games coming out here fairly soon. Like, in the month of June alone... We'll have Mario Strikers Battle League. We'll have Fire Emblem Three Hugs. We'll have the Sonic um, Collection thing. 
for the for the 2D games. Though I might have to pass on it a little later. A little birdie told me there is a chance that we could be getting um we could be getting um the Sonic oh not Sonic the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge on June the 16th. Just keep that in mind. We might be getting it here fairly soon. If that be the case, we'll probably see that at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, maybe. Or unless Jeff Keighley does something with Summer Game Fest and they, they actually say the announced date of it, though. But I feel like that one's right around the corner. And if that one does happen to come out, then for sure I'm pushing back the Sonic thing until, like, maybe it goes on sale or something like that. Then you turn around in July, you have Live Alive. You have Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I mean, shoot, this stuff starts picking up, like, rapid fire. And then later in September, you got Splatoon 3. So, I mean, I feel like things is about to pick up. So, I've just been kind of going through and playing some stuff. Hopefully, I can manage to. And occasionally, I've been playing some Dream Drop Distance on the side. I do plan on streaming that game uh, a little later on this week. I believe on Tuesday night or Tuesday evening. Um, I'm going to be streaming some more. Or I'm going to be streaming Dream Drop Distance. I think I, I remember streaming, like, some games of it on Twitch. Or at least, I think I almost had a habit of streaming at least whatever Kingdom Hearts game I've been currently active on, I at least streamed that one. Like, I know I streamed, um, what was it? Um, shoot, why are these names slipping from my mind now? I know I streamed, um, gosh, the prequel one, the, fir the first game that happened, Birth by Sleep. Golly, I don't know why that slipped from my mind for a split second. I know I streamed Birth by Sleep. I'm about to do Dream Drop Distance. I can't remember. I think I streamed Kingdom Hearts 2 way back when. So I had a habit of at least streaming one of those games out on my Twitch, though. But yeah, so make sure to kind of keep an eye on my Twitch because I am going to be streaming a game almost every single night. Tuesday will be Dream Drop Distance. Wednesday is going to be Splatoon 2. Going to plan to play that with my bro Bronto. Um, Thursday was going to be a fight night. So it'll be a little bit of Fighter Z, a little bit of Persona 4, Arena Ultimax. If any of y'all are like, like you, or no, you don't, do you own Fighter Z? Sonic here? Oh, I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, I oh, you do. I okay. I, I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever played against play. you. We we did. We did. Oh yes, shoot. We did. Oh okay. Well, crap. It, it's it's been so long though. Like the last person I think I remember playing against was Alexis because uh, he always likes using Broly. But I was planning on playing that and a little bit of Persona Four Arena Ultimax on Thursday. Do like Thursday, Friday night, fight night. Friday night, I was gonna be doing um, uh, the Mario Strikers Battle League stuff because that's the day of launch on that. I'm going to be doing it on Twitch instead, instead of doing it on YouTube, since I already got footage from it from the demo on YouTube already. And then Saturday night is going to be like a free-for-all, any multiplayer game, though, on that night, though. So, yeah, this is the first week that I actually have, like, a full-blown schedule. So, you can actually check that underneath the schedule tab, underneath my Twitch tab. But, yeah, so, quite a bit of stuff. If you happen to miss any of those, those will go down as, like, Monday night chill premiere streams on my YouTube side of things. So, the stuff will be dumped on YouTube at a later point, though. But yeah, so I do have all of that to look forward to. So that's pretty much all the stuff I've been going through and playing through. But yeah, that's basically going to do it in terms of that. And um, I think we actually managed to get through all the topics um, that I had scheduled out for tonight, though. So uh, as you say, Sonic, you got got another one done. Got another one done. <laughs> but yeah, man, so a lot of good stuff that happened this week. Really curious to see exactly uh, what's going to happen with some of the other future announcements because we're in the month of June. There's always going to be something good um, being announced or revealed or maybe even shadow drop for the for the rest of this month, though. Um, I would love to do an Xbox Bethesda showcase live reaction, but that sucker happens like at like peak noon. And of course, I'm at work, so I can't do that. So I have to do like a recap video on that. 
on some point later that Sunday or Monday or something like that, maybe later that week or something like that, though. But yeah, so hopefully we get the Nintendo Direct here fairly soon. Maybe we need to sit down and do like a predictions video. I kind of want to do that. I don't know. It, it, it all depends, though. So uh, I, I don't know. I got a lot of stuff kind of running with some of my plans and stuff like that, though. But uh, Sonic, you tell, tell our fine viewers uh, where they can find you at. Like you can find me on Twitter at, like at Sanicu, like two years at the end, and on my uh, on the bio they'll find all my links to my Twitch to my YouTube and all that stuff. Yeah, man, uh, go and visit Sonicu out. He he streams some good games. He streams some good games. If you're a big Monster Hunter fan, then uh, I'm pretty sure he got some points and tips I've on been, that. I've been thinking of streaming Resident Evil 4 remake. I, I have the game. <laughs> I say that, but I just have I just have the HD project mod, which I finally got working. Oh, you did? Yeah, so it's gonna be at 4K resolution on my end, bro. So yeah, so some some good stuff from him though. But uh, I think that's pretty much gonna do it in terms of this show though. So uh, if you really like this, uh, make sure to go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and that bell. That way you don't miss any of my upcoming videos here on my YouTube side of things. Because we're in June, we're in what will be an E3 ish time frame or i guess well now we can call it the summer game fest time period so you never know what kind of news is going to be announced what kind of stuff i'm going to be showcasing all streaming uploading all that kind of good stuff though if you happen to be one of the viewers that happen to be listening to one of my podcast servers whether that be google apple spotify or even amazon music uh make sure to go ahead and hit the like go ahead and hit the follow that way you don't miss any other future episodes and ring that notification so that way you can get um whenever i drop a new episode out you'll be first to know about it there and um, just give a review. Just let us know. We're just a, a few guys over here just talking about video game stuff. And it should be fun for the month of June with all the stuff they got planned and announced, though. But that's going to basically do it in terms of this Zarkast episode 34. So remember, y'all, until whatever video I make next for the Zarkast episode 35, I'll see y'all later.